What's up, guys? Welcome back to another bonus episode of the One Broke Actress Podcast, an honest account of actor life plus a few lessons I learned in the process. I am your host, Sam Valentine, and today's episode is going to be pulled directly from our YouTube channel. I know some of you are more into listening and watching on YouTube, and some people are more just avid listeners on podcasts, and I wanted to offer a lot of this content to both sectors. So, This is the audio from a YouTube video I recorded this past week with Kurt Yu. You have seen Kurt Yu on the podcast previously. You've also, if you've ingested any actor content on YouTube, you've seen his YouTube channel. He runs Acting Career Center on YouTube, very, very popular acting channel for actors. And as I started to venture into the YouTube world, I decided... I needed to crowdsource. I needed to talk to my people. So I asked Kurt to sit down with me and tell me about his scheduling process, how he works out what he does when, any tips he had for me on YouTube, and kind of like what my fears are and where my concerns lie. And he did a great job of kind of calming my nerves and it was really, really helpful for me. I know a lot of you are content creators and you're constantly trying to figure out some sort of semblance of schedule and trying to get tips and tricks to manage having an acting career as well as being a creator. So I thought this was useful regardless of what sector you are coming from. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you do, please, please do me a favor, head on over to the YouTube. It's linked in the bio and click subscribe for me. Drop a comment to this video, even if you just listened to the podcast version. I'm trying to get the YouTube up and running and I am very, very motivated to do it knowing that there's people actually watching. So thank you guys so much for listening. And without further ado, please enjoy Kurt Yu. So I've come to the conclusion that this YouTube thing is a lot to crack by myself. However, I have some friends in the YouTube world who are also in the acting world. And I thought, why am I not talking to them? So I'm going to do just that. Well, I wanted mm-hmm. to talk with you and I wanted to record it because I was like, I can also make this into a YouTube video. Um, I 100%. was like, I am doing, I have so many ideas and a lot of things I want to do and I'm really excited. It's super fun. I was like, I need mm-hmm. to bring in the professionals. I need to talk to people who are in the actor space and also in the YouTube space. So mm-hmm. I would love to know when you started your YouTube channel, were you like... Yeah this is going to be a thing that I do consistently. What did you like, what did you look to it as being for you? When I first started the YouTube channel was back when I was still living in Cleveland Mm -hmm. and it was 2014, 2015 around then. And so at that time it was called small market actor Mm -hmm. and I wanted to make it, uh, because at the time there were a few YouTube channels for actors. Amy Jo Berman was a big one, like probably the biggest one at that time. She had great content up there, It was, but it was like strictly geared towards Hollywood. And at the time I was thinking, well, I think I have some information to share about like, what if you're in a small market? There's still opportunities for actors in small markets. It's all the stuff that I didn't know. You know, when I was so naive to the industry. I just assumed everything was made in Hollywood, like even like the local commercials and things like that. I was yeah. like, oh, that's made in California. And, you know, um, so learning that there are opportunities for actors in small markets, I, I thought, and after I had started taking acting classes and stuff like that, I thought, well, maybe I can make a YouTube channel and talk about that. My plan was to be consistent with it, <laughs> um, okay. but it, it didn't, 
it didn't uh it didn't really happen at that time so i made like maybe four or five videos over a course of like that first year okay and then like, maybe a couple more over the next like five years so it like really didn't do too much with it and then after i moved to atlanta I always had it in the back of my mind, especially when I started working in Atlanta, I was like, oh, now I can share more about like getting into the film and TV industry in Atlanta and all that stuff. And then once the pandemic happened and then we weren't working and there was nothing else to do, everybody was at home, right? That was like the catalyst to, all right, let's start this back up again. So I already had the channel available. I just rebranded it and started making, making videos and I could be more consistent because I had nothing else to do. So I was doing like two videos a week. What are you um, at right that, now? What do you do right now? I try to do one a week. Okay. Now it's now it's become a lot more like, oh, when do I have time? I'll make a video. Um, like I, my last video I just posted this week was the first one in like a month. So okay. sometimes sometimes it's a bigger break. Sometimes uh, if I have more free time, I'll, I'll make them every week. So talk to me about your process for making a video. Do you think of an idea and then flesh it out and then film it? Do you think of a couple in a row and then batch them together? Like that's the part I'm like, I have, yeah. I have like 10,000 pieces of things. And then I go to put it on paper and I'm like, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. So what yeah. is your process? Well, so in the beginning, you know, I jotted down a bunch of ideas first mm -hmm. to that. I was like, I got all these ideas for videos. And I think maybe... You know, similar to probably when you started your podcast, you, in the beginning, you were worried about, I'm going to run out of things to talk about, <laughs> you know, all the time, all the time. Right. Um, so then w what I realized after I started making them is that, especially w once it starts getting some traction and people start watching, then you're going to get some comments and questions in the comments and that'll spark new ideas for things. Mm -hmm. I, I started realizing, you know, we could almost, you could talk about the same topic again, but come at it from a different perspective or, or having a, based off the questions that I got, like, let's elaborate on another video that I already talked about. So now my current process of doing it is I got a Google drive folder called YouTube. And for every new video or idea for a new video, I just create a new document and I title it for, you know, whatever I want to call it. And, and that way, whenever I think of a new you know, a new topic that I want to talk about. I just open up my Google drive really quick, jot it down and then leave it there. And so now I have, now I have like a good 30 or 40 in there. Right. Okay. So I know I have, I have those ideas and then I don't think there's really any plan. Like there's no strategy as far as like order. Mm -hmm. Right. It'll be like one day I have some time. I'm like time to like, get, get to work on a new video. Let me open that folder and look through it and look at what, which one do I want to tackle today? And like, okay. some of them are bigger topics and I'm like, I don't really want to deal with that right now, <laughs> you know? And then other ones are, I think are just a lot easier for me to just speak off the cuff. Hmm. So I'll just do that. If I have more time then I'll like, all right, let's dig into one of these bigger topics. Topics. I'll actually do some research too on it. Hmm. You know, find what other people are talking about so I can share other other ideas. So that's kind of my process. And I don't batch. Okay. You just I, do one at a time. I think it's a great idea to batch. And I've <laughs> and I've thought about doing it, but by the time I'm done with one, I'm like, all right, 
that's, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's kind of what I'm learning is that as I film, I'm doing a lot of, I think, well, obviously ours will be so different because yours is very like, you come up with a, a topic and then you chat about it. Like it's a, it's like so streamlined and simple. And of course mine is like, I'm going to do a day in the life. And there's like 457 videos I'm going to piece and edit together. So yeah. how long is your process of filming and editing? I know it's going to depend on every single video. Yeah, I think on average, anywhere between an hour to an hour to sometimes two hours to just record it and then editing maybe another hour or so. I don't do too much in terms of editing, like adding in little fun little things that a lot of people will do with their videos. It, it, I just like, I'm just about getting it done. Let's just get it done, get the information out there. A while back, I heard somebody say actual value is more important than production value. Hmm. Right. So for me, like you know, putting in all those bells and whistles uh, is not as important. And I, I used to, I did it for a couple of videos where I like for certain, you know, certain things that I want people to remember, I'll put the text up on the screen and, you know, and that type of stuff. And then I stopped. <laughs> I stopped. After I, I, no, I like that though. Cause a part of it is, I think I remember when we did our podcast so long ago, I told you, I was like, I'm really intimidated by the editing process of video because with audio, I just have to sit down and clip and cut and like up, down volume, clean up background noise. You know, it's pretty streamlined in my head, but I think I almost need permission to make it simpler in terms of video editing. Yeah. And I think it, it everybody's channel is different too. Mm -hmm. Right. And so for me, I've just kind of set the, my standard is just it's just me talking and I'll cut things together probably the same way you would cut together your podcast. I mean, just a bunch of jump cuts in there, mm -hmm. right? So I'm not worried about uh, trying to get, sometimes it'll be like three sentences in a row where it's just jump cut, jump cut, jump cut. And other times it'll be like four minutes of just me rambling on. So it, it I, I don't really have a, you know, structure that I want to keep with it. I try to have at least... You know, at least like the introduction, the first like couple minutes, yeah. I'll have it, you know, um, without any cuts, but the rest of it, I'll just piece it all together. Cool. Okay. And what have you learned about naming videos that works really well? Because that's what I'm seeing is that there's a lot of similar things, but people just name them so differently. And it's, it's funny how it pops up in the algorithm that way. Yeah. I think that's something that, you know, is going to be different that you'll be, you'll have to deal with that's different than obviously with podcasts, right? Because mm -hmm. now you're going to have to look at like YouTube's SEO and and their algorithm and not just naming the video, but creating the thumbnail to go along with it. Everybody talks about it's, it's the combination of the thumbnail and the name that gets people to click after you get the person to click. And this, this is for like my type of video, right? My type of video, I need to get them to click. And then in the first like 10 to 15 second little intro, is a little bit of a hook of like, all right, this is what we're going to talk about. This is, you know, should get you interested and then go into the topic kind of different from the long form podcast Yeah, of like people, people are ready to like tune in and listen for an hour. Yeah. Whereas, which is, is very funny. Cause I feel like it, I can, I'm very good at getting people to sit down and even, I, I think that's the thing about podcasts is they're passive. So you don't have to sit down. It's, yeah. you know, 45, sometimes 55 minutes of chat, but they can be moving around and they can be, and I need people to sit and to listen and to watch, which is like asking a lot out of people's senses, I feel like in today's age. 
Are you going to be making your podcasts into video too? Yes. So that's why I actually switched to this platform because now I'm recording them like this, which I'm, I'm really enjoying. It's nice. It's not... I, the one thing I, lo- I loved about it before is that podcasting has this super magic where everyone just shows up as who they are and their image doesn't end up being processed. So it does yeah. take away that special sauce to me, but it adds another layer because I know so many people watch slash listen to podcasts on YouTube. That's me. Yeah? Yeah. That's how you consume I would probably yours? end up tuning into a lot more of yours if it were on YouTube. Like- Interesting just my default for the day <laughs> for every day is you like I'm on YouTube all the time, whether it's making my stuff or I'm just like, I have YouTube on my phone or on my computer. Like it's just open that way. Like podcasts will just pop up, you know, a podcast that I like that I'm not thinking about at the moment, but they'll pop up. Right. Cause I'm subscribed to them. If yours were on YouTube, it would like, it'd pop up for me. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Let me click on that and listen to it. So I listen to many, many more podcasts on YouTube than I do an actual podcasting platform. I'm curious, do you watch as much as you listen or do you play them as background? I play them as if they were a podcast. So I mainly listen. Okay. Yeah, so you have like I, other tabs you know, open and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I'll, I'll watch, but I'll, I'll, I'll do it when I'm driving the same way anybody else listens to a podcast yeah. like when I'm driving, if I play it on YouTube and then I, and then I just leave, put my phone off or I'll have navigation open. Right. And it's just in the background. Okay, so what other, do you have any pieces of advice for me as I start down this rabbit hole? When my channel was, was smaller, I think this was this helped it grow, was that I tried to answer every single comment because part of their algorithm is the engagement part, right? Even the ones that weren't questions, you know, I'd reply and say, thanks for commenting or whatever, right? Just to have more engagement in every video. Tell people to comment, right? Or, or not just comment but like ask a specific question like a call to action yeah for the comments so that they will reply and then you because those those are my best performing videos as far as like seo goes for certain videos i really target the seo others i don't others it's just like all right i'm just gonna put this information out there Mm -hmm. also i i mean if you notice in like pretty much every video I try to get people to sign up for my email list. So, mm, okay. I would say, cause I know you have freebies that you give away, right? On mm. your email, on your email list. I would say, you know, pitch that in your videos and get people to get people to sign up and pitch it early on. Cause if like YouTube videos, if you go through the algorithm, like my uh, watch time is usually about 40%. Like average watch time is about 40%. Okay. Like That's really, good to really, know. Really, yeah. Really, really good watch time is like 50 to 60%. Like, you know, wow. so, so even if it's only like a five minute video, you know, mm-hmm. cause there's going to be so many people that'll pop in, open it and like think, oh, this is not the topic I want to listen to. And they just leave right away. That's another thing with YouTube, right? That's like different from podcasts is like when you're on YouTube you have that sidebar. There's all those other videos that they can click on. They can click away right away. Yeah. You know? There's like nothing Order else. Of- it's I think feel like there's no other apps where I guess not even Instagram though, because you guys just have stories at the top. But like when you're on an Instagram looking at it, there's not another Instagram going up the side. It's just stories at the top. But once you scroll down, it's like so on. I feel like on YouTube that you do have you do have very limited attention spans. Yeah. 
And the trade-off though, I think is that there's just so many ways people can find your content though on YouTube. Yeah, It's not just the search algorithm, which I think is great. Search is great because now the ones that are performing well in search, not only come up in the search results in YouTube, but they also come up in the search results in Google. So if in Google, someone types in, how do I become an actor? Like my videos will come up in the video results of the search on Google. So that's cool. a bonus. Plus you'll get on recommended videos. So like people watching my videos will end up seeing yours because it's on the same topics on the mm -hmm. sidebar, right? So you'll get, there. there's just more ways for people to find you, I think. Well, cool. what are your top performing videos? Uh, the number one video is also the, just the number one acting searched term on YouTube, which is how to become an actor. Hmm. Just, just how to become an actor. And, and then I just talk about like the 10 steps that I talk about, like the 10 basic steps of how to start acting in that video. I specifically, I tell people to comment, you know, what, what is it that drew you to acting or, you know, what are some of your acting goals or something like that? So people will comment in there that made it go up to, I think it's number one when you search for how to become an actor. Cool. Oh my God. That's so cool. Do you, uh, okay. So I think what I need to wrap my mind around too, is I'm so I've been doing, for example, the Instagram and the podcast for five, yeah. six years. So the people who come to like my Instagram, for example, are people who are the audience there is a people who are specifically most like most, I'd say like 60 to 70% are already working actors, right? Like they're already in a city. They're already like very few of them are like voyeurs or like not necessarily in the, th in the, in the thick of it. So I think mm -hmm. what I need to wrap my head around is starting from a different level is starting from a place where people don't know me, they don't know my content and to start from there. I'm really excited to see what your YouTube content is. And look, I, I think we might've talked about this last time too. I'm just surprised that there's not more actors on YouTube like making YouTube content, especially because I feel like it's a perfect medium for actors to get on camera and right. And, yeah. and then just like sharing about like working actor life and you know, what's it like to actually pursue this career, not what it's like being on set. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. totally two completely different things. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I think sometimes sharing the truth about that is the hardest for people that it's not all sunshine and roses and set. In fact, it's yeah. mostly not that. This was so, this was so great, Kurt. This is super helpful. Your information is going to be below. Is there a certain video that you think that I should direct people to? What's a video? Actually, what is a video that you feel like should be seen more? And I'll add that one below. Let me get back to you. Okay, great. Okay, great. If there's of, one, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I'm sure yeah. there is one. I'm sure if I scroll through my videos, I mean, yeah, really yeah. Cool. Find 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 one that you're like. This is something I think that more people should see, but it just got missed in the algorithm. Yeah, no, there there definitely is. There's there's times when I post a video. I'm sure you've had that with your podcast too. When you have a great podcast mm -hmm. that you want to share and it doesn't get as many subscribers or downloads or whatever, I definitely have had those with the video. I post one, I'm like, oh, this one's going to be a hit, and then. <laughs> <laughs> I do that with Instagram reels all the time. I'm like, this is the funniest thing I've ever done. And then it gets like less than half of my people, like people watch it. I'm like, now where did I go wrong? <laughs> but it's like, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Who knows? That's great. Well, when you have a, a date, when you plan to 
launch your YouTube? Yes. My last podcast airs on April, gee golly, 21st or 19th. What is that? Your last Thursday? podcast of the season, right? My last podcast of the season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That puppy's not going anywhere. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't think you were dropping <laughs> the podcast. Um, yeah, I'm going to start prepping for season 10 afterward. But season 9 wraps on April 21st. And so I would okay. like the first video to either go live the day of or the day after. I already have a four made. Mm-hmm. Perhaps not well, but I'm not judging myself. I'm just going to start. I'm going to start cranking them out because now that I started making them, I get even more ideas. And Mm -hmm. I think if I don't start putting them out soon, I'm just going to rack up a pile of things that I look back on and don't like, and that I never, they never end up seeing the light of day. And I just need to get them out there. And I'm so not shy about my stuff. I'm very, very public at this point. So that is not, Mm -hmm. I need to just start doing them. So yeah, the end of April, I think I'll start flying out. Yeah. And then the next thing is I need to get a camera (laughs) because I film everything (laughs) on my iPhone. You can still do everything on your iPhone. I don't yeah. see why not. I will for now. Yeah. I think I have bigger plans of like the day in the life stuff is hard to all get on an iPhone. It's all, you know, the the scope of the lens is very particular. And I feel like yeah. it's, I think it'll, it would be an eventual goal. The thing is I want to see if I can keep up with it and how much I enjoy it first. I think it's going to sure. be a hard yes. But if so, then maybe I'll get myself a camera for my birthday this summer. Cool. So I have goals. Cool. Yeah. Nice. So we'll see what happens. Well, once you launch, I would love to have you on my channel and then we can. It would be an honor. Do a little collab on there. I'll pitch your channel and yeah. get people to subscribe. Uh, that'll be fun. I would love it. I would love it. If you want to do it in like May or June, I would, we would be on honor. Yeah, that'd be great. Cool. Awesome. Thank you so much for this, Kurt. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm happy to help in any way that I can. 